2: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's
1: plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to a podcast from The Word.
3: Shut your mouth!
4: And, you know, stop chewing loudly. Yeah. Well, I'm so, enjoying my
2: breakfast.
3: It's
4: fantastic.
3: Mm. So, Fraser, what have we got here? What are we eating? This is a, uh, a, a semi-freddo, which is uh, from Andrew's recipe book, uh, and I think it's uh, examples. The uh, the West London rapper who uh, provided the suggestion for something with jaffa cakes.
0: Yes. So you knocked this up
2: last night, did you?
3: It's actually about a week old, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it develops flavour, doesn't it? It's kind of it complexifies.
4: So Well, I finished mine, it's absolutely delicious.
2: <laughs> yeah, Eating dessert the first thing in the morning is always so a good recipe.
0: You're listening to the uh, the post breakfast sounds of uh, Andrew Harrison <laughs> and Patrice DeVilliers, <laughs> um, Fraser Lurie and I'm David Hamble. this is the word podcast. And this is a bit of an unusual one, isn't it, Andrew? It is. It's a gastrocast. It's
4: a gastro <laughs> it's,
0: <a>, it's rock <laughs> I and roll knew master. You'd show. Have I mm. knew you'd have a name for it. Well,
4: wow. uh, master of the pun, he is. <laughs> he <laughs> is.
0: Uh, and we are gathered here to to celebrate the publication of "Love Music, Love Food: The Rockstar Cookbook," uh, which Andrew and Patrice, and probably other people—I don't know—but mainly you. Oh, two, an awful
4: lot of people
0: uh, put together in aid of the Teenage Cancer Trust. Mm, yep. Huge, great. Uh, picture book. It's a hefty bit. It's, it's, it's a hefty That's how bits. heavy it is. You it's could sell a, a headless, horse it's, it's with it.
4: It's a weighty tome. It full is, of, full definitely. Of delicious And we'll,
0: we'll give you uh, details later on of how you can buy a copy and uh, you know, give, give as much as possible to the charity. Uh, ideal Christmas present material.
2: Oh, sure. definitely, definitely. Absolutely. So, who wants to tell us how this started?
0: Andrew, Am I allowed to talk
2: with a mouthful? Yeah, go on. <laughs> OK. Well, it was Patrice's idea, it's, and it's chiefly Patrice's project. Patrice is an amazing food photographer a surreal and imaginative food photographer. And she takes the still-life food pictures for Heston Blumenthal and Marks & Spencers and Sunday Times and countless other people. And she's also a music nut. And um, my wife, Lily, worked with Patrice quite a lot um, on food stuff for Arena magazine. And Patrice was always saying, let's go to this gig, let's go to that gig, let's go to this gig, let's go to that gig. And after a while, her sort of interesting music and her love of music and her, and her fantastic visual artistry sort of seem to fit together because, you know, music is a sensual thing, food is a sensual thing. And, you know, well, you've you've had this thing of wanting to do the book for ages, haven't you?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, it's been on sort of ongoing for about three years. I mean, people obviously say, you know, how long, how long did it take? And, it, you know, for me, it's a bit like... Um, uh, the, the best analogy is, is like a building project. You can kind of quadruple the amount of time that you think it's going to take and obviously quadruple the budget. Um, so, you know, from sort of the, the moment that uh, we sat down at dinner, do you remember when we were, yeah. we, we went to uh, tomorrow and... Um, and I sort of said, Andrew, Andrew, um, I've got this fantastic idea. Well, I thought it was a fantastic idea for a book. You know, I want to combine these two huge passions of mine. Um, at, at which point, um, Andrew as it, let his northernness, you know, creep in slightly and said, oh, I think that's going to be quite difficult. <laughs> um, well, but fortunately, r- relented a couple of months later at a gig and said it, um, you know, help, uh you know, help, help do the interviews and so on, which was tremendous because I wanted it to be, you know, more, it had to be more than just the images. You know, no, it had sure. to be a really yeah. kind of. There's a lot
0: of reading in this as well. There's yeah.
4: certainly an yeah. awful lot of reading, um, and um, and then of course the recipes. You know, so it's this like right. big, big cake. That, so I suppose you know, the, th- the three main
0: elements is you get extraordinary pictures of, uh, of, yeah. of, of rock stars and so forth posing with food yes. in really interesting situations. You get uh, you get accompanying editorial about their relationship
2: with food, their yeah. feelings about food, and you get recipe as well. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Muir uh, has done sort of on-tour on, t- on tour catering for Bob Dylan, the prodigy, right. George Michael Alcance. She's written all these one-off individual recipes, including the one we're eating right now, right. the Jaffa Cake semifreddo. Um, but ultimately, Patrice, you have to admit this, you wanted to do it basically because you wanted to drape Matt from muse <laughs> in pasta, didn't you? <laughs> this, is, this, this has to a, go out a, live on so. air. I <laughs> didn't quite get that because obviously muse <laughs> <laughs> are, are terribly difficult to pin down, not least under a pile of pasta. But it did, pre- presume, it did prove to be the kind of dry idea behind, you know, you can take these well-known music icons and and, and up-and-coming people and people who've been around for ages and you can put them in this different context because there's one thing everybody's got in common everybody eats, everybody loves to eat and it got us to this Point where we had you know people who you know you wouldn't expect Brett Anderson, the rake thin insect like Brett, Brett Anderson, to have any interest in food, but he's, he's he's become a kind of bit of a health freak and he's got a genuine personal obsession with blueberries. Right. So Patrice has splattered it with blueberries and put them all <laughs> in. the. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Well, that more, more about individual <laughs> yeah.
0: cases later on, and and the interesting relationship between rock stars and food. First of all, Patrice, it's traditional on the podcast when anybody comes to the podcast for the first time, they've got to tell us what records were in their home when they were growing up. What records did your parents have when you were growing up? Can oh, you remember? Oh my,
4: my, my goodness! That would probably have been a bit of Elvis,
0: right. I think,
4: nice. along with a lot, of, quite a lot of Frank Sinatra.
0: Obviously, what was the record player? Was it an old dance Set or was there a stereo or a music uh, centre or anything like that?
4: Well, very sadly, I mean, there there wasn't. You know, most of my music sort of um, heritage, if you like, was definitely sort of listening, sort of in my you know the upstairs bedroom. Um, to Bowie, probably, you know, and uh, and imagining sort of worlds beyond the one that I was currently in, right? Where there wasn't actually, as I say, you know, there is a bit of you know, lots of Frank Sinatra and and yeah, that sort of thing. I seem to remember um, some Placido Domingo, so it was, it was it wasn't exactly sort of a wealth of musical. Right. So where did um, you grow delights. up? Oh, well, mainly up in the Lake District.
0: Right? Oh, really? Okay.
4: Um, well, came from like, born in London and then sort of went went up north. Um most of my parents' family are sort of from kind of Wigan and that sort of area Um, went to the Lake District um, some people, it was, I suppose, beautiful, but um, not exactly sort of the centre of all all no, no, known sure. sort of things musically.
0: So, so how, do you, how do you get to become a food photographer? That's very interesting, you know. I suppose many people probably look at lovely pictures of food and probably never it never occurs to them that they're taken by specialists and it's a very specialised.
4: Oh no, area. I mean no, no, absolutely. I mean, if, if so, so, sometimes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of have this sort of slightly odd sort of thing. I hope it doesn't sound terribly tittle, but, you know, you're at, you're at the counter in Tesco or whatever. And I'm, I'm buying tins of baked beans and I happened to I did shoot the packaging for the Heinz baked beans. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and you're just thinking, well, what if I tell the cashier that it's like I took that picture? <laughs> I designed this bean. Yeah I, I, <laughs> yeah, I did that drip um, because they probably just do think that, that it just happens. Th- that it just happens, and nobody, you know, it's like when people come in the studio, and you know, you're taking sort of all day to position, um, you know, something perfectly on top of a cake or whatever it is. And the client will, you know, sometimes say, goodness, I had no idea it took so long.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) what are the major issues in in taking pictures of food?
4: You know, if 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 anybody like Fraser,
0: Fraser makes (laughs) fabulous food and probably occasionally takes pictures of it. I do, yeah. but (laughs) Lousy pictures. Absolutely. You're probably disappointed with the results a lot of the time of the the pictures, not of the food. So, so what are the what are the major things you have to bear in mind when photographing food? Is it lighting? Is it the state of freshness so, of the food, or what? I don't know what?
4: Well, the thing about food is, and and why I sort of went towards that because I did start off shooting bands. You know, there is some kind of right. uh, there's a basis, you know, an asymmetry to all of this. So I started off shooting bands. Um, uh, when I was at uni in Manchester, and um and, and they'd say, "Oh yes, well, when we become famous, you know, we'll get you to do the album cover." <laughs> and of, course, of course, yeah, they just go to um you know Dean Chalkley or Jul from Anofsky or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of sort of went, you know, to one side because I came to work for a in, to London to work for a food and still life photographer, and kind of therein, literally, did you know have a bit of a moment whereby I thought, well, you know, food—it's got everything. It has, you know, color, form texture and um it, also and it, it doesn't
2: turn up late and drunk well exactly. that's <laughs> true it, so well, then again and, it has to be prepared doesn't
4: yeah. you know? well and also there was an element whereby um I, I shared a studio um sort of early on when i was still deciding whether to to go into food or or, or sort of people and portraits and, and back into music um and i shared a studio with a portrait photographer um and um no slight on his work but people would come in and they sort of wouldn't sort of immediately say, oh, my goodness, that's the most incredible picture. They say, oh, what was, you know, so-and-so like? Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, I now experience a bit of this because I've got some of these images kind of lying about in between exhibitions at the studio that say, well, what was Paul Weller like and so on? And it kind of just struck me that I'd rather create images... That hopefully people sort of warm to as um, pieces of well, not necessarily art, you know. That's quite high-minded, high but you know that they appreciate for their own sort of sake, as opposed to the person who's who, in it. Who's, yes. who's in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know that. That's why I think portrait work and the people who do it well, you know. Are t- totally to be applauded to get beyond you know the just the personality of the sitter um and as i say you know and it struck me as this kind of like it's almost like this kind of playground you know you've got this blank canvas and you you sort of with a little bit of coercion, like, i can make this stuff do what i want because what i didn't want to do um was just because lots of people sort of take beautiful pictures as you say you see them all the time in the food magazines of, of food on plates and that's kind of it's Quite easy, well, it is sort of relatively easy and nice bit of lighting, great bit of food styling, you know, bang. Um, and loads of people do it really well, so I didn't see any point in sort of reinventing, trying to reinvent the wheel. So that's why I kind of have aired towards a slightly more sort of still life and and, it's and surreal, food. it's
2: weird. You, you sort of balance crab claws on top of each other. Put them in fish. But you have heights. to have a food <laughs>
0: stylist, don't you? You, you, you? I mean, this is an area mm. that, again, people don't know about. There are people, like there are people who style models sure. in pictures, there are people who style food, aren't they?
4: Well, yeah, I mean, there are. I mean, um, They have to, um, you know, at the moment I've got somebody sort of out and about, you know, looking for everything from pomegranates to big baking blocks of chocolate to pink peppercorns because I'm just about to illustrate some um, perfume um, with uh, with food. Mm. So they go and get this. But I mean, a lot of my stuff I do myself. And So you
0: cook it, you prepare the food oh, yourself? Well, they'll cook it. All right, they'll, okay.
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, but, um, you know, they will actually you know, they'll come in and they'll do the basics um, and, um, and then we kind of create whatever it is, this beautiful sort of mountain of sp- spaghetti or w- spaghetti waterfall or um, together and uh, you know and it's and then perch a, a nice little is it, is whimsical much, um, p- bit of parsley. On is top.
3: there much fakery involved in the styling of food? I mean, you, you put um, something under studio well, lamps and it's not going to behave as it would well do? Well, not a really kitchen.
4: anymore because you know the whole sort of on, sli- on 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 sort of set of the the whole kind of lifestyle um, images sort of came about. And you know, for example, I used to do quite a lot of stuff for Hargan and they were you know very much at the forefront of it, not being you know made of. Um, Lard and so on
2: yeah. and so forth, <laughs> yeah. Because the there thing. was, a, there was be, a time when ice cream in pictures lard was because lard because it behaved <laughs> it had the way you wanted it to be, <laughs> the way you expected ice cream to yeah. yes. you And right. make
4: it very specific textures, etc. Right. So you know, they kind of changed all so you know, now it has to it's all a be very more natural, natural. Right. Yeah. right? And the whole kind of Jamie Oliver thing and everything kind of happened at once. I mean, in Sort of sandwiched somewhere in between are the likes of of Heston and so on. But you know, even Heston, you know, I mean, basis for him, most of his stuff is is you know French regional cooking. Yeah. You know, it, it's very you know its basis is in craft. I mean, he happens to just be incredibly visionary as well, and very creative. You know, on the, on levels that most of the others yeah. aren't. But now, for the most part, it, it's very. It's like it's natural, and you know, potato is potato. Right. And so well, we really so everything out.
2: we see in here yeah. is what it's purports we to really be. We really found it, it out is. when we shot uh, when you shot Roger Daltrey as well, because Roger Daltrey, the picture is Roger and his trout. Obviously, Roger's trout farm. Yes, yes. And he still has a trout farm. He's, he, does he still? Have, he still no. has it. He's, he's kind of hands off with it, isn't he? Or is um, did he sell it? I can't He sold it. Right.
4: Um, but I love the I love the idea of, of of aid that he got into the trout farm. But of course, yeah. you know, he was. He, I think it was. You know, sort of a little bit of a a thing within the Indian Industry wondering why he did it, but yeah. I think I, mean, I thought why you know you found out sort of that he was just, it's just that he was
2: kind of an, uh, he was an early adopter of the whole like get involved in rural areas and make a bit of a change to the economy and give something back. That's a long time ago. It is it? a long time ago. But the picture, poor old Roger Daltrey, had to lie there in a halo of trout. Right. And when you're under studio lights and they're real
4: trapped, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're
2: really. And it was sort of early September, wasn't it, oh, it as well? Was, and yeah, it, was it was quite. A and I'll always respect Roger Deltry for that because I couldn't stay in that room for very long. And so- he was, you know as the patron of the Teenage Cancer Trust, he stuck to his so how,
0: does it, how does the, that whole
2: process work then? You identify Roger
0: Daltrey, you think okay, Roger Daltrey, traditionally, historically associated with fish farming or whatever it was. Yeah. What do you do? You ring up the PR and well, say we g- wanted to do... it.
2: We, we had a list of people that we thought would be up for it um, and we put the idea to them and said, we're doing this book, it's an age of the Teenage Cancer Trust, the pictures are going to be surreal and crazy, they're not going to be your standard rock magazine stand-up-against-a-garage-and-smile yeah, type yeah. photograph. They're going to be complicated but they're going to be really worthwhile. And is. Imagery sells itself anyway. We'd send them samples of what she'd done, and we'd say to them, "Okay, if you want to do it, what's your favourite food?" And they would come back with anything from, "What is Biffy clara was neeps <laughs>
4: well, and, haggis tatties, and haggis, tatties and haggis," and they went completely
2: <laughs> Scotland mental. And uh, you know, Professor Green is jerk chicken. And so, so you just bring in all that stuff, and Patrice would literally take it away and storyboard it. She would get artists in to design a photograph. And to me, coming from a background in rock magazines, where it literally is. 15 minutes and stand against a garage, you know, 15 minutes in the dressing room and shoot as much as you can, as fast as you possibly can. Um, these are very elaborate and complicated shoots and Patrice has been a team, and it is a team. You'd be starting at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, wouldn't you, for a shoot
0: that oh, would start sure, at yeah. 2. So yeah. Roger Daltry yeah. shows up. Does he know what's going to happen to him? Hey,
4: yeah. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, the thing The thing is that we um, have um, done sort of, the, yeah, the making of. We've shot a lot of behind-the-scenes movies. And the thing with that particular um shoot was it needed to be a bit of theatre so because obviously you know quite a lot of people say well did you shoot the fish and then you know drop roger's head in (laughs) and i said no you know he literally had to He was there with the fish he was there getting down with the fish literally um and he was only there for about five minutes i have to say but i don't blame him but as andrew said you know massive sort of you know respect for him to do that um and um as I say, you know, because we were filming it, it had to, you know, it had to be all in one. And I think then there's a sense of the whole kind of, you know, achievement is uh, is much more. I mean, we had sort of two food stylers washing washing the fish, making sure at least that they were clean, <laughs> it
2: was gleaming.
4: Um, and then of course, you know, placing them in this halo. I mean, for me, the actual sort of the idea, the the image, con- you know, instantly came to mind. And I think it's sort of in my, vo- you know, sort of back dark recesses of. of of an you know, adult brain, you know the um, the image. I think it's from Tommy. Um, oh, yeah. right. Yes, yeah. it is. Right. Yeah, it, is isn't it, it is. It's, 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 got, got it's a, Halo. He's it? got the little There's round Tommy, glasses on, exactly. but the fish are flying off yeah. instead of it. Yeah. And so you know, this kind of came sort of rushing to you know the frontal lobes or whatever. And um, and so that was a, and also you know with it, with him being the patron saint of teenage cancer, I so like the idea of yeah. a Halo. Right. Um, so that was a kind of and, and so you know we basically, as Andrew said, it's like I can. Um, I sort of visualise most of the stuff that I do, um, so I kind of scribble. But I'm, I'm really good at drawing kind of vegetables, but I can't draw people. So I enlisted the help of this fantastic illustrator, who and I just sent the you know these scribbles down to uh, you know sort of um, online down to uh, Cornwall um, where Barnaby lives with his cats and you know by the by the coast, and and then these beautiful illustrations would come back. Um, and then we'd be able to send them off, so that the artists would actually know what yeah. they were getting involved in. Because you know, most of the, I mean, when we started, you know, most of the um, uh, most of the problem with getting other art, with artists involved, and it's of course it's like a big domino effect. You know, it's like it's like the Live Aid principle. You they know, it's know, like know, once you it. you've yeah, got God, God, you know, yeah. once you've got God, everybody else gets involved. Mm. You know. Um, but was to be able to persuade them that they were going. It wasn't going. They weren't going to look stupid, you yeah, know. Sure. That it was going to be That's a kind of terror. Yeah, yeah. It, well, well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, particularly anything
0: adventurous. Hmm. Look at,
4: well, I mean, you know. <laughs> and on one of the several occasions that I did sort of have a conversation with Mr. Bellamy, you know, and he said, um, "I said, oh, come on, Matt, you know, you've got to do this." So he said, "Oh, well, Patricia, yeah, I'm not sure, you know, we don't want to." Look stupid and, and this, that, and the other. It's like no, 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 no. They're very conceptual, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, there was a lot of artists who, you know, I mean, once you'd shot somebody like Susie Sue, for example, then you know that it makes opens the a whole few doors. Yes. exactly. Because I mean, are... it makes the whole process so much easier.
2: Right, right. Um, so who have you got in this, Andrew? Give us oh a, God, we've got Paul a... Weller. We've got. Um, no Gallagher. Um... What was Noel Gallagher's favourite? It was tea. Wasn't tea, it? Yeah, tea. Yeah, tea. <laughs> yeah. Noel Gallagher's tea, which which is great. And in fact, as a result of this, it, it was not just his Yorkshire tea. Got to be Yorkshire tea. And it's from Betty's. Yeah, yeah. From, Taylor's and Harrogate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Yorkshire and tea that? sent him some boxes where instead of saying Yorkshire tea on the front, it says Knowles tea. They they, they customized. tea. They them. Them. Well, they're very hip. Yeah. And Yorkshire tea know what they're on about. And oh, they, 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 they have, do. They're, oh, they're They're, they they're driving they're, they're the brand they're like you wouldn't believe. Serving. What else have we got? We've got Susie Sue. We've got the buzz What What is she like? With Susie uh, Sue beans on toast. It's surprising, actually. One of the things. Those Yeah. One of the things that really left out is lots of people like homely things. Lots of rock stars like the Taste of home and the to childhood, Um, they um, you know, partly because you've sort of been swirled off into this different complicated world and also, I think partly because you went to the music business at Eighteen, nineteen, 19. And you kind of stop cooking for yourself because you never have to again. This is, I mean,
0: this is what interested me looking at it, that, that rock stars have a very complicated relationship with food, it yes. seems to me, because they have such unusual lives. Yes, they do. You know, because most of us go home and what do we have for dinner? Well, whatever's there. Yeah. Uh, whereas a rock star doesn't do that. They mm. either... Go somewhere special, which involves a bit of a discussion about where you're going to go, what you're going to have, and and you're probably going to go with ten people. Yes. And they've all got to like it. Yeah. Or it's going to be catered for you, Mm -hmm. which is like being a medieval king you yeah. know it? it's pretty other much other is, is
2: like. often you're taken somewhere because you'll be on tour and the promoter or the local record label will say we're taking you to a fantastic <laughs> restaurant and it may not be your idea of a fantastic <laughs> and you restaurant you don't want a fantastic meal every night do no, you? you don't you don't want cordon bleu and you don't you don't want you know complicated little amuse bouche sometimes you want like a decent burger yes. or, you, or you might even just want egg and chips
0: and girls uh, presumably if you're a big star nobody ever gives you that Because it would seem disrespectful to kind of... But then also... Bill
2: Collins out for dinner, going to get fish and chips. There's the other level, which we don't really have in the book, because because the really kind of food neurotic people uh, weren't really sort of quite right for this. But there is that level where once you've gone past... You know, being taken to a, a, a kind of um, Michelin-starred restaurant every night. You move to the next level, which is I only eat mashed yeast. I only <laughs> eat my own organic, flown-in, <laughs> you know, hand-milled granola. And I've got my macrobiotic chef, the Terence Trent D'Arby thing. of oh, I've got my macrobiotic chef on tour with me. Those, those were not really the people we went for. No, were, because, but it's not what you want. Is we it? want this f- to be really. kind of an orgiastic, <laughs> sensual book. You don't want to be somebody sitting. So, there who with, are the pickiest eaters in rock then? Do we know the, the pickiest eaters in rock aren't in this book, are they? Because we not really.
4: It was about the. It was because this is a, is about passion. you I'm trying to work out who are the picky ones. It's, it's, Morrissey, isn't it? is yes. it's <laughs>
0: Morrissey,
2: isn't it? <laughs> is <he> <laughs> Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> look, who who else? knows? who else? Has anybody seen Morrissey have his dinner? Who, who else? Who, I've been in Morrissey's kitchen. It was very, very clean. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look like it got a lot of use. Who else has banned people from selling things at his gigs? No, I suppose so. So that's picky. That's beyond. picky. I suppose so. Yeah, but but we wanted this to be people who genuinely love their food and genuinely you know pile into. It. And that thing that you know, music is an Epicurean world, we thought it was a good fit. Um, it, it's interesting though, how I mean, the people who struck me more than anything were the Kooks, the band The Kooks, uh, who you know, okay, they're a sort of you know, decent you know, indie band, you know, they're a hard working bunch of lads, um, but they really are foodies, they really know Probably. their stuff. Yeah, they, right. they, yeah they, they had a list of restaurants as long as your arm that they'd been to, they'd all had exotic. You know, you name it, they've eaten the glands and the sweetbreads of it. You know, they, right, were, they, they were really interested. It was interesting to talk to them, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we shot them in a, a Huguenot house with some real live sheep, didn't oh, we? We did, yes. Uh, from God. the Hackney City farm. have never mixed
4: sheep and rock stars. Well, you've got this
2: room with... You've got this so room, why, sorry, why sheep? Are they, yeah. but, well, it was roast lamb. Well, like, oh, OK. And right, these sheep... Right. We've, at the we've real had a lot of
4: animals, th- a lot of livestock. Yeah. in the Yeah. Rack, really?
2: So this poor sheep are in a, a Huguenot house and there's, <laughs> there's mint lying around every, everywhere. And the sheep were very professional. They did not flinch at all. Better. No, they, didn't, they, didn't get, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't twig the sheep.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, well, uh, they, we had a sort of slightly unusual moment whereby um, the actual shot that's in the book, um, a few seconds after that frame was shot, they sort of, you know. St- skittishly sort of ambled over towards the, uh, the mint, the pewter jug that was uh, that had all this mint in and knocked it over and begin to, began to eat it. it. Really? So it was like self-marinating. That is the way. way to get
2: a good flavour in the mint. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: And we is. didn't really know what to do but anyway uh, the, the Hackney City Farm who had um, provided said sheep um, so, sort of lured them in another direction. But Hack-
2: uh, Hackney City Farm sheep live to a ripe old age, don't they? They certainly they, they, do. They die in, they, they die in sheep um, old age pension herbs. they, they absolutely the do yeah. just, so a, just, just, just like have? the chicken
4: and Richard Hawley well Richard Hawley right. <laughs> yeah. who was Hawley, shot with a live chicken <laughs> with,
2: with a live chicken and with Henderson's Can he relish he likes chicken <laughs> he likes chicken but also it was primarily yes, in Henderson's there. relish which is the uh, national uh, condiment of Sheffield um, oh is it fantastic- never heard of that well, oh yeah
4: and I think I believe oh, sorry it believe i believe it but no actually not really you could well, only I come from can't... near there and I
0: never really well, that's can, you, how parochial it is yeah. Dave you, can't, you, you can't cannot
4: get it. get it in a supermarket anywhere outside well, really you can't build
2: a food business on something you only <laughs> well, 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 I mean, they, they, no, sell Well, Sheffield but uh, they sell it on the internet they, they sell it online and, and t- you can't I'm you sure can, there's
0: t- listeners in Sheffield to be able to tell us
2: uh, uh, it, Well, he told a fantastic tale as well he'd yeah. been on world tour I think he was with the long pigs or something like that or maybe when he was touring with Paul he'd been on this gruelling world tour he'd been here there and everywhere and hadn't seen his family in ages and he came out and, and the, you know the roast dinner is planted in front of him. He's there with the wife and the kids, and he said it was the drop of Hendo's that brought the tears to my eye <laughs> because this was the taste of home. And I really said I was I'd sat there in floods with me. That you know, taste of it.
0: home thing is a really interesting yeah. issue with these people because they, they, you know, you talk to rock stars and they spend the time away wishing they were at home. They spend the time at home wishing, wishing they were away. away.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. And they're always
0: they're, yeah. they're between the two, you
2: know. And you do okay. I mean, it's not really a food thing, but you do hear them saying things like it. Te- you know, they return from tour and it takes them a while to adjust to the fact that they can't just empty. Last night's underpants and socks on the floor, <laughs> and then magically folded and put away and washed you've and all. Push and the bedded. tray out into the
0: hall. I yeah. think somebody's <laughs> going to take it away. <laughs> there's no problem. Well, I sure do, probably <laughs> probably <laughs> do yeah.
4: actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did anybody do fast food or anything like that? White uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. lies, yeah. White
2: yeah. lies were, were brilliant. They, they chose Domino's pizza.
4: In, Pepper, Domino's pizza, yeah. and uh, they Pepper, dressed any up passion. in
2: passion. Yeah, they dressed up in Domino's gear, and uh, you know, in fact, we've had Domino's have given us free. pizza. you know? I've never had
1: a Domino's
0: pizza in my life, but I remember years ago I was making a film with Level Forty Two who were on tour in, in the states <laughs> and Mark King at level 42 literally on tour at that time the only thing he would eat in the evening was domino's pizza Good just heaven. the did only thing did he have it the same way he just loved toy? it no? I <laughs> no idea. You know, as long as he, he had the phone number of Domino's
2: Pizza, he was absolutely happy. He wanted the same thing absolutely Well, it's the on. same with Wild Lies. I mean, uh, they, they, and they actually dressed up as Domino's Pizza guys as well, didn't
4: they? I, yeah. and, uh, and Domino's <laughs> were, uh, you know, who have been fantastic supporters. They've supplied lots and lots of free pizzas for various launches and so on. Um, but they, um, they were so sweet. They actually made Charles, Jack and Harry, the little name badges. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so they get a job.
0: If it all goes wrong, they get a job. <laughs> if it all goes so horribly wrong, absolutely.
4: You must have tried to
2: get Morrissey. We thought that we didn't try and get <laughs> we more. We thought asleep. about trying to get more <laughs> no, as well. yeah. we, we thought for a bit, and then we thought yeah, it but, might uh, be a bit.
4: And, and it's sort of you know, when people say, "Well, you know, why is an X in it?" But it, it's really sort of um, there's, there's obviously you know got to be some consideration, and um, of course because you know we're doing this in relation, you know, very much in association with Teenage TH Cancer Trust. Um, yeah, you know, there are certain people like um, Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney. You know, again, um, an avid vegetarian. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we couldn't... I couldn't even ask him because, you know, he is a, you know, a supporter and, you know, there, there were certain lines that you couldn't sort of... He's going to be on a beyond. page next
2: to Kasabian with a gigantic suckling pick. <laughs> you can't put Morrissey next to a gigantic suckling pick.
4: Yeah, I mean, but the thing, you know, the thing is with... Uh, but, for example, Brian May, you know, the, he had oh, yeah. a, he had a bit of a moment whereby... I mean, it was, it was sort of a slightly surreal shoot and and obviously what a huge honour to um, for him to get involved and so on and what a sweet and adorably gentle man he is. Um, but there was a moment whereby we're sort of, um, he said, oh, and, uh, you know, just sort of tell me a bit more about the book. And I said, oh, well, you know, Heston Blumenthal, imagining that's, you know, like a big door opener. <laughs> so Heston Blumenthal's done the forward, He said, oh, isn't that the chap who's just dissected a deer live on TV? And I'm like, oh. Well, anyway, there are lots of other people in the book, you know. <laughs> but you know. So there, there was a, time, and we were just about to shoot. You know, the the Time Lord of uh, orbiting fruit. Um,
2: yeah, it was a great fruit, wasn't it? By it was. Brian it was yeah, uh, and, and it's sort of done in a kind of astrophysical weird. style with planets orbiting around. Yeah, orbiting. Great. Brian May liked grapefruit.
4: Oh, and no, I and, I, and I just it. I just love, love that. You know, it. I just thought uh, you know when when sort of people. Um, I mean, the one person I didn't shoot was actually um, Jim Kerr from uh, Simply Minds, and his was pineapple. You know, yeah. and I kind of, and I kind of you know. As much as I sort of loved the people who said, Oh, you know, I love breakfast, you know, like Susie, if they say something as, as, as very particular as, as grapefruit a or whatever, it's a bit odd.
0: yeah. But, is it, it's um, like you're trying to close the conversation, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. What do you like, pineapple? Yeah. <laughs> well,
4: well, uh, right. yeah. Well, well, to go. Well, well, I saw it. As, actually, saw it as oh, yeah, a bit of a creative challenge there. Well,
2: the pineapple is rich in symbolism. It was the uh, the Victorians considered it, uh, they,
0: it, it, was, it. It was a sign of having been overseas. Wasn't yeah, you it? put it on your gatepost. You put it on stone your stone gatepost. Pineapple. It meant I've been to India or whatever. Yeah, I world. own part of India. <laughs> yeah. So <because the, laughs> remind
4: me to erect some stone pineapples outside. So you're
0: planning to do a version for the United States? You'd like to
2: do a version? Well, yeah.
4: That's the idea. Yeah, that that is the, the idea, um, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew, <laughs> where have we gone? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, the door closing. Andrew's yeah. left right, the building. Right. Um, but um, yeah, because you know, the, I, I'd, I mean, wouldn't it be fantastic to you know go and do the country stars and and do the sort of the Cajun you know bit, Cajun cooking in New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of, the old a really good good. I'm in a lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, pork. Absolutely. And, and the thing is that that they. When we were over in the, when I was over in the states, you know, shooting like Juliet, um, obviously who's on the cover, Juliet and, Lewis of the, of the Licks, yes, and, yes, yes. Um, wrapping her legs around a chocolatey Gibson guitar, a classic Les Paul. Um, but um, but it, it, it seemed that there was an awful lot of enthusiasm, they, and they're massively, it maybe it's East, East West Coast, but they're massively into their food, and um, you know, obviously some people say in too big a way, but. Uh, <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, that's a very a different and a very specific market. But, um, you know, so that's the the sort of that's stage, the planet, two, some, yeah,
0: some stage, stage two.
4: Yeah, stage and two. Al- and also, you know, then um, we I sort of left the title a tiny bit, for, you know, Love Music, Love Food, so you kind of, you know, love film, love food and... Love sport, love food. The franchise.
0: Oh, I so see. Yes, so you could so you could always do that, Fraser. And you tell me you brought some rock star cookbooks in. I morning? have, yeah, I've got, because Fraser
3: collects cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and, uh,
4: you of the rock and roll cuisine. That oh, John rock and roll, <laughs> I was there. So this
3: is rock and roll cuisine. Yeah, I'll, pa- I'll pass these. This, right. is, this, this I have one of these. This is from your era. This is kind yeah. of smash hits don't, era. Yeah. <laughs> it's your era. All yeah.
0: oh, the you. <laughs> this is. This is that was done by. Uh, just hold up the the cover of that. i just yeah. want to remind us. that was written by. Robin Lemayzure, who, who was John Lemayzure's son, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And uh, and what Peggy is that Peggy, Peggy Honeyman S- Scott who married James Honeyman
3: Scott at mm. the Pretenders? Well, so that's one for you, Dave. This is uh, Lost 18. in the Supermarket, an indie rock cookbook. An indie rock cookbook. What, is is that just Good like toast? Toast
0: going to stick. I'm just. I, it's. I'll some I've opened at random and it's uh,
3: pizza. A curry. I've got one here which is uh, mosh potatoes.
2: Oh, very good. Is uh, Is that 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 to
0: sustain yourself in the mosh pit?
2: I think
3: so. The first recipe I've opened at is uh, sausage curry from Blaze Bailey, formerly of Iron Maiden. (laughs)
4: Sausage curry. Sausage curry. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's you know, it's not a an entirely sort of new idea, but the idea was to do. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, Sorry. Ted, Kill It and Grill it by, it by Ted and being... Shemaine Nugent This is my favourite Let's repeat that,
3: um, the, t- the, t- the subtitle is what there, Fraser? A Guide to Preparing and Cooking Wild Game and Fish It includes recipes for deer, elk, wild boar, rabbit, bear, bear, bear? Wild, wild turkey, duck and more
2: so, you you're just a glutton
0: for things like this. Like, am, you just yep. buy amusing cookbooks.
3: I do. I brought my favourite with me, even though it's not uh, <laughs> It's not a music one. This is a very limited edition, 500 copies printed only. Oh, yes. Tito's, tito's cookbook. This is.
2: Is that Marshall Tito's this is cookbook? Marshall Tito's cookbook. <laughs> 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 it's got a red star on the front. Uh, yeah. Is that a, a, a jelly face?
3: There he is, Look. Lunch with the Queen of England.
2: Oh, wow. What did they have? But, Will it, will it be in there? Well, all
3: the recipes are for things like borscht. It's very traditional. Right, it's right. got to
2: be said, Marshall Tito looks a lot like Rob Jack Nicholson in that picture. steak with egg. <laughs> Rob steak <laughs> with egg. <laughs> That's very kind of Balkan. <laughs> Fantastic like. stuff.
3: Cocktail Hemingway, stuff. and there's a picture of him with Hemingway. Oh, right. So right. When right. we were
0: goodness. talking about this book, oh. when the subject of cheese, chips and gravy came up. Yes. But is this in your book in any
3: way?
4: Cheese. I wish it was. Because I discovered this, <laughs> no gra- gravy on chips is mentioned in the book. Well, it probably it might be in t- to do yeah. with Goldie Looking Chain, but that's half and half, isn't it? Just chips curry- and gravy.
3: Yeah, oh, chip. chips. It's
2: curry with anything.
3: Yeah, you name
2: it. <laughs> I was
4: driving.
0: I was driving in Finsbury Park not long ago, and I passed a calf, and they had a sign in the window going cheese, chips, and gravy. And I thought, how bizarre is that? So I like, tweeted to this effect: yeah. "Cheese chips and gravy." And loads of people came back saying, "Oh no, cheese chips and gravy. I have it all the time. Where? National dish in Turkey. In Turkey. In oh wow, <laughs> wow." Well, well, well.
4: that explains no, it. not
0: just Turk said it, you know. But it was it had a kind of posh name. It had there was a gourmet version of cheese yeah. chips and gravy. I'd never come across at all. Very very <laughs> strange yeah. to I me. Have, yeah,
4: yeah, I mean, I have to say the sort of the one gl- for me, the one glaring omission out of this. In the, in the sort of in the food from the food world, is cheese. I cannot believe no-one changed cheese. Nobody cheese wanted
2: cheese. It? Well, um, Mel Black does a fondue, doesn't she? She does a she fondue. She's a lovely fondue, does Mel. Oh, she does. She does. Yeah, he, I know mean, you're rather fond of it. fondue. Alex James, then,
0: he would have... Surely he's in, he's, Alex. He's no, in uh, the I'll, cheese I'll, business, isn't well, he is in the cheese he, business.
4: He, he, do, he does make the odd bit of... Um, Cheese, but uh, I th- when I when I asked him, I think he was just about to reform a small band called oh, Blur, yeah. right. and so it was sort of somewhat um, off cheese for the you know cheese oh, was off the radar. Off. Yeah, right. It was blah,
0: blah. so. Of all the people in here, who was the person whose uh, zest for food most impressed you, most surprised you?
4: Andrew, oh, off you go.
2: Uh, zest for food. I, mean, I, I, I was really impressed by the by the cooks, but, but for a bunch of young young lads who have not scaled the ridiculous. I can eat whatever I like. Bring me a, a ptarmigan in a, in <laughs> bread uh, breadcrumbs <laughs> tights. That certainly yeah, yeah. they really they really knew their stuff. Uh, God, who who else? Um, I, I, re- I loved listening to Cliff Richard talking about oh, yes, because Cliff. again, taste I of re- home, taste of home. He grew up in India, in India, colonialism, yeah. and, and then um, came
0: back to poverty in Britain. Yeah. Real poverty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And
2: curry, and he was living in... Was it Brixton he was living in? I can't remember. Uh, okay, various places. I've yeah, and, 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 and essentially, curry, which you literally couldn't get in Britain in the, in the no. this was his lifeline to... When times were good, you know, and he still loves it, and he's got quite high heat tolerance as well, you know. Maybe this is what's keeping Sir Cliff young. And then next is <laughs> you know, his photograph of the bottle of his wine. Uh, yeah, yes. bottle of his he's wine. Not, he's, <laughs> he's
3: not soft. He doesn't miss a he's trip. Not daft.
2: No, <laughs> uh, that well, could be why he's endured
0: yeah, so late. Exactly, right. yes. Well, I,
4: I don't know, yeah. I mean, um, I have to say that was sort of, you know, it seemed sort of a bit. Um, 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 amiss to not sort of include his wine. I think he's like the biggest wine exporter in Portugal. Oh, I'm sure he is. Um,
0: I'm sure And, you right know, right
4: indeed, right. just behind, you know, where I was shooting, it's sort of over, you know, s- sweeping vistas of uh, of his vineyards. Um, and, and he's just the most, you know, again, a sort of lovely, a humble chap, you know. Um, somebody else who
2: was really interesting as well was um, was Katie Melior because of her, her Georgian background. She, oh, yes. she, chose, she chose sushi, but she also chose something that didn't actually quite make it into the book. She was talking about the, these kind of oh, cheese, filled, cheese and egg filled yeah. pizza boat things they have in, in Georgia, whose name escapes me. And you look at them and you think, yeet, that's going to take 10 years off your life. But they, they, it looks so delicious. And for somebody as petite as her to go on about these... You know, we were saying cheese is missing from the book. She was absolutely mad for the cheese. It was interesting to hear that sort of connection to your home life and something that's so far away.
1: The Word Podcast. Your mother might like it.
0: So it's called Love Music, Love Food, The Rockstar Cookbook. It's in aid of the Teenage Cancer Trust and it's out now at all good bookshops but i suppose the the best way you can uh, you can benefit the charity is buy it from the teenage cancer trust site is that right yes
4: it is um most money goes to the charity if you do it from um, the uh, the online store which is teenagecancertrustshop.org or just go onto their website dot um, org. And it's on their front page. And, you know, just do the click thing and there you go. And as I say, you know, basically most money, all the money, um, all the proceeds from the book um, are going to teenage cancer trust so effectively just after the very basic <coughs> production costs it's all you know money for yeah. to help young people with cancer
2: yeah and well it is an ideal christmas present you know, it is what, what certainly it is, is. A lot, but it certainly is and did, uh, the, we were on the uh, i did that mconey show thing didn't i yeah and he said uh, he said uh, it's, make, it's an ideal coffee table book and if you haven't got a coffee table it's an ideal <laughs> coffee table because it's quite big screwed legs into the corner and you're away
4: uh, absolutely. I mean, what, you know, one of the things I did want to uh, to do, one of the comments that, um, you know, people sort of say, oh, you know, it looks, it's fantastic, you know, sort of weighty tome um, and, uh, you know, sort of looks quite glamorous, you know, which is you know, because, you know, we do, we've had a look at um, certain sort of, you know, rock and roll cookbooks here and, and also sort of the charity connection. Um, and what I wanted, I wanted to create sort of a sophisticated and really craft, beautifully crafted um, book. Um, which had all this lovely stuff in it um, with these talent, you know, sort of lots of talent involved. um, And, um, and people seem to sort of warm to it. You know, they very much sort of like the fact that it's got this... It's a,
2: it's a very lovely object. Glorious. It's, uh, it'll make your front room look, look nice. It'll make your room look bigger.
4: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, well, look... Grace, thanks. any kitchen or coffee table, there you go. Thanks
0: very much for coming in. Oh, absolute pleasure. Best of pleasure. luck for it. Uh, w- oh,
4: and thank you, Fraser, for, yeah, well, the, thanks thanks for the fantastic... Friday, Friday. Friday. What <laughs> are we having for 11
0: Fraser? <laughs> you haven't eaten your show. <laughs> yeah, what not you mind? Bring it on. Right. So I'll, I'll get actually,
2: on with it. I'm actually having the jaffa for There you go. Tasty.
1: If you've been affected by any of the issues in this podcast, go to wordmagazine.co.uk or apply at your newsagent.
4: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.